Celebrate Jesus. Celebrate Jesus. Celebrate Jesus. Celebrate Jesus. Come on, celebrate it. Celebrate Jesus. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Come on. If you're glad to be back in worship, go on and celebrate Jesus. Father, we bless you. We thank you even now. We ask that you speak through fresh in this place and let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be accepted on your sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. From the book of Acts, Acts chapter 16, beginning at verse 22. Acts chapter 16, beginning at verse 22. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. It says, The crowd also joined in the attack against them, and the chief magistrates tore their robes off them and ordered that Paul and Silas be beaten with rods. After striking them many times with the rods, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to guard them securely. He having received such a strict command threw them into the inner prison dungeon and fastened their feet in the stocks in an agonizing position. But about midnight, when Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God, and the prisoners were listening to them, suddenly there was a great earthquake, so powerful that the very foundation of the prison was shaken. And at once, all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were unfastened. I want to talk for the next few moments from this theme, the shake-up. The shake-up. Hallelujah. The shake-up. Let, let me work with it for just a moment. I, 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 I am so glad to see all of you present and to see all of you who are communicating with me even now online. Some of you are as old as I am and a few of you are, are much younger, so some of what I may say in the beginning will go right over your head, but for you older ones, you know what I might come up with. Elvis Presley. used to come on and you would see him and he'd do all those movies, you know, and uh, he was singing. And uh, Elvis was the blackest white man you ever saw in your life. He could dance and sing and his voice, I declare, had some soul in it. He'd been around the brothers and sisters, you enough. Elvis was cool, though. Elvis was cool. Elvis had one song called, I'm All Shook Up. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Elvis did his thing. I'm all shook up. You, you, you heard that song. You, ooh, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, bless my soul. What's wrong with me? 
I'm itching like a man on a fuzzy tree. My friends say I'm acting wild as a bug. I'm in love. I'm all shook up. <laughs> it's interesting because that song, Elvis All Shook Up, became his second biggest hit in the U.S. after Don't Be Cruel and You Ain't Nothing But a Hound Dog. Spent it eight weeks atop the Billboard Top 100 singles. It's, it's what's got me with the song was to hear it, to be shook up is a slangy idiom instead of the grammatically correct shaken. It indicates radical change. Something has radically been altered. And what, what, what catches my imagination as I think on this today is that for all of us, we have been, in Elvis' words, shook up. Or in mine this morning, we've had the shake up. Whether it has been directly COVID-19, and all of the issues that it created for our lives, or whether it has been loss of life. We've lost loved ones during the pandemic. Some of you who I see today, whom I love greatly, I know you've buried relatives in the last couple of years. It's a shakeup. Some of you have experienced great illnesses unrelated to COVID. Shake up. Some of you have had to see loved ones through difficult trials of life. Shake up. Some of you listening to me right now are in the throes of chemotherapy, in the throes of dealing with a horrible disease. Shake up. You've been shaken to the core. And if those things right there personal don't get you, you can't help when you look at the TV and see the Ukrainian people being stomped on by the Russian bear, but be shaken to your core. Shake-up. We have experienced a shake-up. And I suppose that when one sees this text, one, you know, we, we love this text for as a New Year's Eve text because it's one of the few texts that literally mentions midnight. But look closer at the text because the text talks about them first being beaten. They were beaten because they were preaching. They were beating because they walked with an anointing. And the anointing upon their lives was so great that it took away the livelihood of those who profited on that which was demonic. 
And sometimes when there's an anointing on your life, there are others who profited off of that which was demonic will fear you and will be frustrated with you and will seek to find ways to cause you to fail. And they came after them, not just because they were preaching, but because they walked with an anointing. And the enemy always comes after those who have an anointing on their lives. Seeking to undermine that which God desires to do within them and for them and through them. He took those men without ever asking them a question. Ripped the clothes and started beating them. And then they turned them over to prison put them in prison and they told the jailer, said, look here, you make sure you secure them. And he, knowing that his life was on the line, put them in the inner prison and afraid that they might get away, he added stocks to their feet, chained them to the wall. And in the midst of being in prison unjustly, in the midst of having stocks on their feet, in the midst of having been beaten without treatment, they were in the middle of the night having church. Oh, you missed it. Went over somebody's head. It's easy to have church when everything is hunky-dory. It's easy to have church when you got money in your pocket. It's easy to have church when you're healed and feeling well. It's easy to have church when your siblings are all doing okay. But when you just buried a sibling, when you buried a parent, when you've been around somebody that's in the hospital having treatment, it's not so easy to keep praising God. And they're praising him in the midst of a shakeup. I want to ask you a question. Can you praise him? When things are shaking up, are you a fair weather Christian? Do you need perfect skies? Do you need beautiful roads, easy pathways, no hills and mountains to give God a praise? Or can you praise him while it's still shaking, baby? Can you still praise him while you're still trembling? Can you still praise him while you're going through, while they're still talking about you, can you still? Ah. Hey, my mom Hey! Yeah, 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 yeah. See, see, every now and then you need to just get yourself an anyhow praise. It doesn't matter what I'm going through, but I've decided hey, to praise him anyhow.
Bible, the Bible, the Bible. The Bible says that they were placed in prison, put inside the inner prison, which means this wasn't regular jail. This was close to like a solitary confinement deal. This is like, okay, the regular prisons, prisoners are in gin pop. Is that what they call it, Robert? They, they in gin pop. But I'm going to put you over here with the troublemakers. Because you a troublemaker. You done made trouble in the street. And now if you get out, you're going to make trouble for me. So I'm putting you in the troublemaker section so that you can be by yourself and keep yourself away from other folk because you's a troublemaker. I wish I had two or three troublemakers up in here who didn't mind if you go ahead, talk about me if you have to. I'm a troublemaker. I came to preach today. I feel something up in here. Hey! Let, let me tell you something. Look, you, I, I can't tell you to look at anybody. So just speak it to yourself and just tell you, tell yourself, if they want to get me, they're going to have to get me quick because I don't care where they put me. I'm not going to change. I'll praise them. I, 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 I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. Uh, no, 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 no. The text says they're in the prison, and in the prison, the troublemakers are there. And these troublemakers are not quite what the jailer thought they were. Because instead of making regular trouble, they got that John Lewis trouble spirit. You, you remember Congressman John Lewis? John, John Lewis said, that you ought to try to get in good trouble. These were good troublemakers. They were getting in good trouble. <laughs> here you go, here you go, here you go. Here you go, here you go. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Here it is. So they're in prison. They're there. And while they are singing and praying, the ground starts shaking. Now, now, thank you so much. That's just so helpful. I felt that. I felt a little something. There. Listen, listen. The ground starts. Hold on. Wait a minute. What's going on here? Why is the ground shaking where I'm at? Doesn't God know I'm here? Doesn't God know I'm in this prison? Why is he going to let the ground shake where I am? All right, y'all got it. That's enough of that. Y'all 
Here you go. Here you go. I'm, I'm, a, I'm almost done. I got, I got too much for the day for one government. So let me, let me, let, let me hear you. Now, what you got to know is that the area of the country they were in was known for earthquakes. So this very well could have been a natural phenomenon. Wait a minute. It isn't COVID everywhere? And the co wait a minute. Okay, wait, hold on. Hold on. It's known for earthquakes. And I just need to be honest with y'all, because can I help y'all be real honest? This is going to help you. It's going to help you. Because I know you want to be spiritually deep this morning. So I'm going to make you real deep. You have to make sure you are honest and integrous when you read the Bible. So you have to ask yourself whether God did it or whether it was a natural fault line that was shaken. <laughs> Let me sneak up on you with this one. Listen, since the area of the prison was known for earthquakes, whether this was a divine response to prayer and praise, the shaking was permitted, not punishment. Y'all got it. Let me help you here. In other words, I don't care what caused it, God allowed it to take place. Since God knew he, they were there, the only way it could happen, if God had wanted it not to happen, he could have put his pinky on the fissure of the earth and held it back, not while my children in there. See, sometimes when folk go through, your first thought is, I'm under judgment, I'm being punished. Let me help you right here. There are some things that happen in life that happen in life and they're just a part of life. No mystery to it. It's just life. I told you that's my four-letter profanity. I don't need any other four-letter words. I just say life. It's pretty rough. Life. Had a hard day. Life. I don't need anything else. Let me, let, can I preach it to you in the balcony where y'all get help me with this one? Listen, get this. Everyone felt the shake. Y'all went over somebody's head. Let me do it again. Everybody felt the shake. Since I'm messing with the COVID right now, let me mess with it a little more. Everybody in the world felt the shake. And what I have to say to you this morning, and the few minutes I got left, is to tell you this. How you handle your shake experience says more about you than anything else. How, 
you going to handle what you've been going through? How are you going to handle the trial and test you've been under? You want you want to you want to show you want to show something. Let me let me. Uh, um, I, I need to, I need to help you. You're gonna get to the place where you're gonna realize that when stuff happens, it doesn't mean that God is punishing us. Since He suffered it to be so, I ought to be looking to see where God's hand is in the middle of it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this real quick. I, I got I got two minutes and thirty seconds, so I gotta I gotta give you I gotta give you three of them real fast, real fast, in a hurry. Three things to remember. Remember number one, number one, number one, number one. The shake was not to hurt them, but to open a door for them. <laughs> Somebody getting a shake on your job. You don't even realize God ain't trying to hurt you. He getting ready to open up a door for you. I'm trying to preach up in here today. I feel like I the Holy Ghost done touch me on the top of my you, you, you've got to realize the shake that's happening is not trying to hurt you. God's trying to open up a door for you. When the ground shook, the Bible says that the jail door swung open. And the locks on their feet dropped off. Y'all missed it, went over somebody's head. Let me back it up and practice again. Listen, you got to realize that the shake caused the door to break free like it had never broken free before. Now, listen, listen, God's getting ready to bust something wide open for you that needed to be broken up, some doors that need to be opened, some doors that have been locked, padlocked, overlocked, stamped shut. God's about to bust it open. Don't be upset by the shake. He's opening the door. I ain't got time to rattle all this home. But can I give you one more before I stop? I promise I'll come back next week and wrap this up. But I got to give you just one more, just one more. And, and, and y'all, I'll save the rest for next week. But let me give you one more, just one more, one more. Y'all good, one more? All right, listen, listen, listen. The shake was not hazardous to them, but an opportunity for deliverance. Hey! Let me let me help you here. There, there was no harm that came to them, but instead it was an opportunity for deliverance. Y'all missed it. I know you didn't get it. Can I mess with you one more time? Here's, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. When the jailer realizes that they are in a position to have escaped, he rips out his sword and gets ready to cut himself. And they say, hold up, wait a minute. 
Let me put a pin up in it. This is going to blow your mind. This is going to mess your head up. This is going to mess your head up. The, del the deliverance opportunity was not their deliverance. Rather, it was the jailer's deliverance. See, I know they wasn't going to get that. Was Hazel Daly your grandmama? Miss Daly? Who? Miss Daly. Miss Hazel Daly. Digging S. Hazel Daly. All right, let me, let me see if I can get this story right. When Digging S. Daly used to get sick, she used to go to the hospital. And when she go to the hospital, I ran up there one time to see Miss Daly. When I was in much better shape and knees didn't hurt, I got up to the hospital. So Miss Daly was there talking to the lady next to her. And so I started to talk to Miss Daly and Miss Daly looked at me. She, she pulled me to the side. I said, hey, mother, she said, Rev. She said, I'm so glad you came to see me. Would you pray with me? I said, yes, ma'am. I pray with her. She said, okay now, son. You can leave now. I'm trying to make a hospital visit. I'm, I'm the new pastor trying to be a good preacher. She said, you can leave now. So I looked at her and said, mother, what, 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 what's wrong? Everything all right? She said, yeah, you're in the way. She said, I'm not here for me. I'm here for somebody in this hospital. And I don't know whether it's the staff or the patient in the next bed, but I didn't come here by myself. The only reason God let me be here right now is somebody needed a ministry and I'm here for their deliverance. I just came to tell somebody, I know you think you're going through for yourself, but you're not going through for yourself. God's going to use you and your experience to save somebody else. God's going to use you and your trial to save somebody else. God's going to use you what you've been through to give somebody else a deliverance. Come on, give God a praise. See, see, let me, let me help you right here. See, when I know who I am, I realize that all of my life has me receiving to give. So I'm ready to pour out, even when it looks like I'm down. Don't you worry about me. I'm not as down as you may think I am, because there's an anointing on my life. I'm still ministering. I still got an anointing. I'm still breaking through. I still feel God's power. There's still deliverance in me. There's still an anointing on me. 
And for somebody right now, while you have felt a shakeup, when you think about it, you still have been able to share peace with somebody. You still were able to give comfort to somebody. You don't even know how you did it. They were nervous and you were able to talk them down. They felt like running away and you were able to tell them it's going to be okay. You don't have a therapy license, but you were practicing therapy without a license and bringing people back from the brink. You, you, you are not a medical profession, but you prayed for folk that were down and out that got healed. And things shook up, but when they shook, you got to the place where you said, shake me if you want to. You'll bring something out of me. Shake me if you want to. You'll stir up my anointing. Shake me if you want to. You'll see my Holy Ghost. Shake me if you want to. You'll see power. Oh, somebody give God a praise. Everyone standing on your feet. I die. Hey. Hey. God's going to use you. God's going to use you. God's going to use you. And guess what? I can't, I, I, I give you a sneak preview. When he gets finished using you for them, he'll take care of everything you need as well. Okay. I got it. Oh, I got to get out of here. Hey! Hey! I want to thank God for each of you being here. I want to extend an invitation. Maybe there's one who does not know the Lord. Hey, God bless you. God bless you. Who doesn't know the Lord that would desire to come? You can give your hand to the preacher, your heart to God. We are extending an invitation. Hey, Sarah, God bless you. We extend an invitation to you right now. We love you with the love of the Lord. Wanna want to praise God for you. If you're here and you desire, and if you're online and you desire to be a part of this family, you, you can write me right now, churchadmin at shilohnlcomplex.org, or call us, call us, 860-443-6046, extension 110. We'll be glad to receive you into our family. Would you pray with me for a moment? God, I know the word has touched someone. Speak afresh to them. They may give their life to you wholly and completely. God, we know there's been a shaking in the earth realm. Thank you, Lord, that in the midst of the shakeup, you blessed us anyhow. And we love you for it. We love you because you kept us and you never left us. 
be with us now. Give us your divine peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me uh, invite you all, get your offering ready, whatever it is. Now, if you gave online, don't worry about it. If you're in the sanctuary, if you gave online, that's quite all right. You can still give online by Cash App, by Giveify, or you can mail your gifts in. If you have a gift with you, I'm not going to ask you to walk, and I'm not asking the ushers to walk around. What I'm going to ask you to do is, on your way out, leave it in one of the trays with the ushers. Amen. Just leave your gift with the usher. I want to appreciate all of you and tell you how much I love you. I love each one of you with the love of the Lord. And I appreciate all that you've done. You know, Shiloh never stopped giving, never stopped doing all through the pandemic. And I just love all of you. You know, I, we asked you for money for um, for Selma University. I think I just saw my, my friend, my old friend, Sister Sarah Vaughn, uh, Harris online today as well. We went to Selma University, and we I asked you to give money to Selma University. We wanted to give $1,000. We were able to give $2,500. And Deacon Medina said, Bishop, I sent the check off. And then a couple of days later, I got a text message saying how grateful they were because they had received the check. We were able to send $2,500 to Selma University, my, that beloved school. Let me tell you something. We have been able to bless. We blessed with Haitian relief. We blessed with various relief forms. We are going to keep on blessing. We're not going to stop because it's a pandemic. We are going to bless everybody we can. We're going to find out the best way to help our Ukrainian brothers and sisters. We're going to help out the best way we can. Amen? I, I, I know, I know, I know you look around and say, ain't no black Ukrainians. Well, you know, when, when they come over to help us in Africa and they help us in America, they ain't all black. Y'all hear what I'm saying? You, you got to help what we can. We want to help anybody. Because Why? Y'all going to get this principle next week. I couldn't give it to you today, but you'll get this in the sermon next week because there's something to do with my humanity. I'll, I'll make it clear next week because my humanity doesn't care about your race. It doesn't care about your color, your skin. It don't care about your sexual orientation, who you sleep with or who you don't sleep with. It don't care about whether or not you were drinking last week or you did something wrong. See, some of us only want to bless people that we know are perfect. If that's the case, you won't be blessing many folk because there's a whole bunch of folk in here that ain't perfect. We bless because we know we've been blessed to be a blessing. Amen. I know that's going to mess with somebody's head. But let me tell you something. I believe in people. And I believe in loving people. Loving God and loving people. How can you say you love God whom you have not seen? And you hate your brother whom you see every day? That's what the Bible says. That's not Benjamin. That's Bible. 
We've got brothers and sisters we see every day that we don't show love to. That ain't Christian. Let me tell you something. I saw a sign the other day, and it was one of the best ones I ever saw. It said, it said, love everybody and let God sort them out. I'm holding that one. Love everybody, let God sort them out. I ain't trying to figure out who are the, who's on the love train today. I'm just loving everybody. Amen. We're getting ready to get out of here. Before we close, if, if you don't mind, all of those born in this month of March, any March babies in here, would you wave your hand? March babies? Come on, Gloria, help me. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. May the Lord... Happy birthday. Thank you. I love y'all. Amen. Amen. Y'all got to stay with me now. I'm trying to move. <laughs> Anybody celebrating an anniversary in March? Any wedding anniversaries in March? Amen. Hey, y'all. Amen. Happy anniversary to y'all. Amen. God bless you all. We love you. And we wish you a wonderful, happy anniversary. God bless each one of you. Tuesday night Bible study, I'll be here. Um, Wednesday, uh, we'll be um, in prayer at 1 o'clock. Bible study is still online for, for the right now. And we'll be letting you know about when we'll be coming back in person. Amen. I love each one of you. We're getting ready to walk out the door. Thank you for the clinic on this past Saturday. I understand. My wife told me they're doing it again one more week. This coming Saturday, the, the vaccination clinic will be open in the Family Life Center. So if you didn't get your vaccine, you can still get it. They have all the three of the major ones, uh, Pfizer's, Moderna, Johnson Johnson. You can get whatever one you need. And all age levels, even the children. Amen. Amen. Did I leave anything out? Amen. I'm praying for all of you. Please keep Sister Mibu Coleman in your prayers. Some of you might remember her name is Cheryl, but it's Sister Mibu Coleman. Her son passed away last week, and we're going to funeralize him on Friday morning, uh, 9 o'clock calling hours, 10 o'clock service. And then Brother Blackburn's service is going to be next Tuesday, and so we're going to celebrate his life. Amen. Amen. Deaconess Wiggins, I didn't know you turned, she turned 81. Deaconess Wiggins turned 81 today. Woo! Well, I tell you, you must have been drinking that preservation juice. God done bless you. Amen. God bless you. We love you. Amen. Did I leave anything else out? Come on, y'all. Hit it. Welcome back to everybody.
me ask each one of you, if you would, when I finish praying, if you would be seated, and then row by row, the ushers will help you to get out so we don't clog up the aisles, and we're, we're try, still trying to maintain our COVID protocols, okay? So I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to ask you to be seated. Ushers will let you out row by row, all right? Please follow their order, their directions, and you, if you want to, you can leave your offering on the way out the door or give it online. I love each one of you. Please continue to pray for us as I pray for you. Amen. God bless you. We love you with all of our heart, all of our soul, and all of our strength. Amen. Amen. May God's grace, peace, and truth go with you. And may each of you recognize that even though your lives may have been shaken, God is not through with you. And God can use you to do even greater things because of what you've been through. May you go in peace and may God's peace go with you. Shalom. It's been another one for Jesus. Shalom to you all. Sing y'all.